top man. Right, so we're joined this evening for the uh, second of our pre-match interviews uh, by Chris Hall from uh, Albion Analysis podcast. Uh, so uh, welcome, Chris, and thank you for your, your time. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, so we'll uh, go through a little bit of detail around the the upcoming game against uh, the Baggies at the weekend. So uh, another Midlands derby after you've just had your Black Country derby, but we'll, we'll not talk about that one. Um, and then uh, we'll go through a little bit, obviously, about the, the players, people to watch out for. And then really the history between our two clubs, because there's, there's quite a few games that have been, shall we say, entertaining um, we've got a good set of results, really. Birmingham have uh, up at uh, the Hawthorns. And, um, yeah, hopefully another good game the weekend. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and uh, what you get up to and the areas that you cover. Yeah, no, well, uh, Albion Analysis Podcast. So uh, we've, uh, we, 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 um, we, we look at the data around Albion's performances. We, uh, um, and we, we just, we just have a really, really sort of good deep dive into the reasons why um, Albion play perform the way they perform the results that we get and we we just we just try to sit down and you know we're still fans at the end at the end of the day and the emotion kicks in from time to time but we we try to sort of um try and try and look at the facts as much as as much as we possibly can so we've been going for a going for a couple of years and, and people seem to like it so uh, for as long as they do we'll keep going cool and and obviously i mean from uh a talk and talk perspective. We've been going for thirteen years now, so we we've just uh, continue to to grow. And, and like you say, as long as the fans like it, we we continue to do the same. So Albion the weekend then. So um, I, I mean, it's going to be a good game first of all, as always. Um, I think uh, if we go back over the the past few seasons. Really, they they've, they've tend to be. Good games between ourselves, or positive results. Uh, I was going to say you you would think points. they were good games. You've won the last four, so yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can imagine why you think that. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we look back. I mean, it's been a strange time for Birmingham uh, since obviously the last time we beat the Albion, um, and that was actually John Eustace's last game in charge. Well, it um, was. I mean, somehow we, we, you know, you've had this horrible run through the middle of the season, and we've yeah. managed to play you under the previous manager who had you playing really well, and now we've missed the whole of the Rooney regime, and we've managed to come in and play you under the new manager after you've started playing well again. So, I, uh, I've got to be honest. I don't know what ladders we've walked under in uh, under in terms of Birmingham City, but we seem to have caught you at the two worst possible times we could have in the season. And, and I mean, the first time around, I've got, I've got to say, I mean, firstly, it was a, it was a game that everybody built up towards, and we wasn't expecting that that particular result. I mean, when when Albion got their goal, it was like, okay, you know, is this is this going to be a, a, a drubbing? And then we got, well, it, it, I'll say it should never have been a penalty. Um, Not in a million years. No, I'm glad never, you said that. It's, it's better than me saying it, but it's yeah. yeah. And, and we went on to to obviously take that one three one at the end of it. Um, but past seasons, you know, we've we've done well at the Hall well, just, Sorry, uh, just going back to that game at St yeah. Andrews. That that is the only that is the only time this season that we've scored first and lost. So, you know, that's that's one hell of a record, really. really. When, when, and then I think from a Birmingham perspective, actually, it wasn't until a couple of games into this season that we've actually gone behind and gone on to win a game. In fact, mm -hmm. I think the Albion may have. We been haven't that done that at all yet this season. We've took two points from losing positions all season. And I, I mean, 
The other thing for me is I look at, uh, at Albion's form at home. You are phenomenal. It's you've got mm. such a great uh, set up and 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 structure that that takes you forward at home. Some strange reason, and then perhaps you can put your finger on it. What? Why do you think it is that away from home you cannot do it and and tend to to lose those games? I I actually wrote an entire article on this on our, on our Substack. So if if anybody's got the got the real inclination to go and find the Albion analysis Substack, you find it through our X channel um, really really easily. There's the, the, there's an article there. It's free to view, by the way. You you don't you don't have to pay um, to to view it. But um, and and I sort of went into the reasons behind it. And and the long and short of it is, it comes back to this whole thing about um, when we score first, we usually win. Uh, yeah. I think we've scored first 15 times this season and we've won 13 of them, lost one, drawn one. And when we score, uh, when, when we score first, uh, sorry, when we don't score first or when we concede the first goal, we usually lose. We've taken mm-hmm. two points all season when we've, uh, um, when we've conceded the first goal. And the fact of the matter is we start a lot faster at home than we do away from home. On average, we score our first goal uh, the first goal of the game at home between uh, the first and 15th minute of the game away yep. from home. It's between the 46th and 60th. So we we leave it a lot later to score the first goal away from it. We just don't start as fast. And th- that's why we go, that's why we go a goal down. We're actually very fast starters at home. And we we've, and we've generally blitzed teams early on, not in the sense of going two, three nil up, but mm. one nil up is normally enough for us. Um, and then, and then we're just really, really good at seeing the game out. Um, but we just, we just don't get that early goal away from home for whatever reason. We've we've had we've had a real run of missing some horrible chances as well. I mean, we 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 had some we we had some big big chances at Swansea a few weeks back when we when we went there and missed some absolute sitters and. You know, there's been there's been a bit of it has been around our finishing, um, definitely. But and hopefully, Callum Marshall coming in will help that. But um, yeah, we we've just we we just it's just the massive thing with us all the time is get the first goal, and we do it more often than not at home, and we don't away. It's it's strange, really, because I think when we look at the way that Corbyn gets you set up. It's equal, whether it's home or away. So it's strange mm. that you've got such a difference between that. And, and I think going into to this weekend, I mean, Birmingham have been very similar in terms of the way that they've started. And then it goes into how, how do we take it forwards? And then I think we've gone on the front foot and actually been quite pressurised two teams in the first 10, 15 minutes of a game, which we haven't really seen too much of in the in the past. This is the Mowbray effect, I think, now beginning to, mm. to, to kick in. Um, how and you know how we set up the weekend is going to be completely different. We've had a couple of players, you know, coming coming through the door now um, during the window. And as we close, who knows? There might be somebody else coming in. Um, so when it comes to Saturday, I honestly don't know how we will we will set up and and. Potential injuries, as we hear whispers of, you know, Stansfield being injured or various people not not being in the team. It's like, wow, what's what's going to happen? And we've even got Ruddy now apparently being injured. So we just we don't we honestly don't know going into Saturday how we will uh, we will set up. Um, but I mean, we've we've had that in the past. We've had opportunities where we've come and we've thinking we're not going to get anything, and we've we've run away with stuff. And I suppose the one that stands out for me was when Hogan got his hat trick, and I never 
ever thought, number one, that he'd get a hat-trick at the Hawthorns, and number two, that we... We'd be in that position. No, but Bruce, but Brucey gave it to him on a plate. I mean, that 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 game was, I mean, that that was the game where Steve Bruce completely lost me. Like, uh, I, I I'd been I'd been one of very few who was sticking up for Steve Bruce up to that point because because I I felt that actually when you looked at the xg we were min- we were winning most games in terms of the xg we were creating enough chances to win games i just thought we had two major problems we had uh, we had david button in goal who couldn't catch a cold as you found out in the return <laughs> fixture Indeed. oh my god and um and 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 we were just missing loads and loads of chances at the other end and i thought we're not going to keep missing chances sooner or later he's going to go in and surely to goodness he's going to drop david button sooner or later and i kind of thought if those two things happen then uh, uh, our former turnaround, but that Blues game was just ludicrous. I mean, he played Carl Bartley in this incredibly high line and left all this space in in behind him. And I mean, you didn't do. I don't mean this disrespectfully because you uh-huh. deserve to win the game thoroughly, but you didn't do anything particularly special that game. You just popped it in behind Carl Bartley, and and Carl Bartley is an excellent, excellent defender at this level. But yep. what he but what he's also got is the turning circle of a tank and. <laughs> uh, and and the acceleration of, well, not a tank. He's not even that quick. Um, so <laughs> you don't want Carl Bartley facing his own goal and running towards it. Is what is what I'm saying. And and Steve Bruce, how it he didn't notice that that was the that, that was the problem because genuinely we actually came quite close to getting back into that game. How we only lost it three two is a, is is a mystery to me. But yeah, he it was just. I think uh, certainly I know there was a lot of Albion fans who uh, who had given up on Bruce long before that, and a lot of Albion fans, and I was one of these who didn't want him in the first place, or certainly didn't want his contract continued into the yeah. into the next season. But uh, I'll tell you what, that was that was the day that I completely down tools on Steve Bruce and just said, not for me, because yeah. if if a professional manager couldn't see that those tactics were tantamount to suicide to play that higher line with the personnel that he got and that we were getting exposed in the way that we were and that the guy couldn't see that David Button was an absolute walking disaster because he still uh, he still should have stopped at least one of your goals yeah. and you know it, it, it was it, I was just like if he if he can't see those things he hasn't got a clue what he's doing and that was the bottom line for me yeah he was that was that that game was the end of Steve Bruce um from my point of view and it's funny that the return fixture um we we'd had uh, we'd had an injury to Alex Palmer um two games earlier and David Button had come in against Coventry Palmer had got injured the day before Button had come, come in against Coventry and to be fair we'd won 1-0 we defended absolutely brilliantly mm-hmm. and um and Button just caught this cross at the end and all the lads hugged him like he'd saved a penalty <laughs> or something he caught caught a blooming cross but anyway we then went to Blues in the next game and he obviously he lets that Hannibal free kick in after um, yeah, uh, after leaving the length of the M6 between him and his near post, and then get completely flaps at the cross for your second goal as well. And Corbran just drops him, and it's like it took Corbran two games to work out David Button was a walking disaster, and Steve Bruce was still playing him after 16. You know, I mean, and that's the difference. That's the difference. And, and you mentioned there actually, you know. Bruce, 
obviously the link into 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 Birmingham. There, we're not just a player, but he was the manager there at uh, a Blues for a time. And we've had quite a few of you over the years that that have actually overlapped. And you know, yeah. during I, I can say... my, my positive memory of uh, of Steve Bruce in a Birmingham shirt is, um, uh, do you remember the game? We only need one shot where we beat you. You battered us, and Richard Sneakers scored scored the only goal. It's Brucey that dwells on the ball on the edge of his own box and gets his pocket yeah. pinched by Andy Hunt, um, who then knocks it across for for sneakers, who scores with our only shot at, uh, shot on goal. So, um, anybody who says Steve Bruce never did anything good for Albion needs to rewatch those highlights. <laughs> well, we've obviously had quite a few players that have, have crossed the divide as well, because we, you know, uh, I think about the Birmingham team where we got Craig Gardner, Darren Carter. Um, we, we've we've had a few others that have, have have been with yourselves as as well, and also have, have, have Darren come Purse, back. Darren Purse, indeed. Um, and of course, we've we've had them players as well from Albion, Boas Meyer. Uh, yeah, you know, was a keeper. We both had the horse. We did indeed, uh, and it's it's Pesh. it's interesting. It's good because actually, there's no animosity between. The fans or the teams, you know. Win no, those. I've always said this. It's the it's the it, it, it's the friendly derby of the Midlands, isn't Indeed. it? I mean, you obviously you're obviously going to going to give a bit and uh, and uh, and all uh, and all that uh, and all that sort of thing. And obviously, you know, we 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 were we were giving it a bit. Uh, we gave it a bit large at St Andrews before we before we usually get beat there, but um, <laughs> and and stuff like that. But you know, I mean, obviously the scenes. Last week at the Hawthorns were disgraceful, and nobody makes any excuses for them. And uh, well, or they shouldn't. If anybody is, that they they need they need looking at because, it, you know, what happened and the game getting delayed for thirty eight minutes is thoroughly not acceptable. You know, I I I would I mean I would I'd touch wood we never see those sorts of scenes again. But I think every, anyone who's not Albion and Blues needs to realise that. The game we're going into this weekend is completely different. I'm sure there'll be sections of the media going, "Oh, another Midlands derby Midlands after what derby. happened between yeah. after what happened last week." It's a completely different kettle of fish. The way the way that Albion and Blues feel about each other, it's just there's never really been there's there's never really been that sort of anger between the two fans. I think yeah. I think the closest we got to that was probably ninety three ninety four. When it became very clear that one of us was going to get relegated, and we ended up staying up on the last day away at Portsmouth, um, and I think you you won your game as well, but our, our victory was enough to keep us up. Right, but yeah. I think I think that's the that's the closest we've ever got to a really, you know, a real rivalry between the two sides. I don't I don't think there's, we've ever really had that otherwise. No, no, I mean, I was at St Andrews the the day of your great escape, and I always remember. They're hearing the scoreline coming through, and actually the Blues fans joining in with the songs. They, 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 they are there to keep the Albion up in the league because mm. that was just that is still to this day the the, the best set of, of I suppose games to get a team out of a relegation that, that I've seen in, in across any of the leagues. Well, so, bottom at the start great. of the day, bottom exactly. at the start of the day, bottom at Christmas, bottom at the start of the day, and uh, and and we stayed. I don't. I I could be wrong on this, but I don't think any team since or before has ever stayed up being bottom no. at the start of the final day. I think a That's number what? of teams. We were the first team to stay up being bottom at Christmas, and a few teams have done that since. But I, I still don't think any team has stayed up after being bottom at the start of play on the final day. No, and and this is the. 
The other thing is you've got that in the in the bag. So I mean, we look at this season. You're flying in the league at this present moment. Um, I will say it. You are my uh, my outside team for for promotion. Um, I think the top two, if I'm honest, is is out of reach. Um, yeah, I think there's there's four teams. There's four uh, teams that are guaranteed to finish in the, the the four. The top four are going to be the top four. Well, like it, I don't know what order Leicester will finish top, and then it will be s- some order of Southampton, Ipswich, and Leeds. Mm. But but they will one hundred percent be the top four, and I'd be gobsmacked if if it was anything else. The rest of us are fighting out for two playoff places. I, I really fancy you though for for the playoffs, and I think you've got that you know experience first of all going through it. Yes, there's momentum with the other teams and they always go on about that momentum, but you're building that momentum, whereas the others just seem to have got a bit stale. Leicester, uh, you know, are just continuing to win games and they should do. They should wrap it up by Easter. When it comes to the others, Southampton are, are just on a complete roll at the moment, taking themselves up to that second spot. I know they lost it again, but, you know, they to me will still be there. Ipswich and they just draw in too many games. However... Depends again on window. They might bring somebody in to score on the goals they need to, to get that momentum going again. But it's going to be interesting. And what are your thoughts going into Saturday? Um, you know, uh, first of all, you know, suppose the, uh, the way you're going into it, your form at the moment should continue, as I mentioned. Very good home form. Birmingham coming off the back of a couple of good results in the league. A disappointing result at Leicester. Um I, I can honestly say I've never seen Birmingham play so well in the first half of the game, have so many opportunities and not put the ball into the onion net, which was frustrating. Hmm. Um, but you could have called it at half-time to say we would go on to lose that game. I think uh, the Mowbray factor is going to be yeah. there coming into it. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it, it's to me, it's a very interesting game. But what, what are your thoughts and what are the fans thinking going into it as well? Um. I, I, honestly, I don't know really. I don't really know what the fans are thinking because there's been so little talk about uh, about the game on social media. I don't mean that disrespectfully to Blues, but obviously we had the Black Country Derby last weekend, and then all the fallout that's come from that, and then uh, and then obviously we've also had transfer deadline day this week. So to be honest, I think I think most Albion fans haven't really had a chance to even sit down and think about the fact that we've got a we've got another derby against Blues this uh, this weekend. We've had so much go on. In terms of my thoughts on it, I mean, I know I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, look, we fancy ourselves against anybody at home. We, we've yeah. we've got this unbelievable home record. We've uh, you know we we we're playing really really well at the at the Hawthorns. We do seem like two completely different teams at home and, and away, which makes no sense because we play the same players, we play the same formation, we play pretty much the same tactics, and yet we're Jekyll and Hyde um, between home and away. The only the only thing that and to be honest, I'd probably fancy us more. I, you know, we've got we've got Southampton coming up at home in a couple of weeks. For some reason, I'd fancy us more against Southampton than I would against Blues, yeah. just because you just seem to you just seem to have it over us a little bit over the over the last few years. I mean, you know, whether it's. Um, you know, as I say, you've won you've won the last four of those uh, four games. Yes. Three of them have been uh, have been at St Andrews, obviously. Um, but you know, it it doesn't it doesn't even seem to it doesn't even seem to matter what which way the game goes. I mean, we took the lead at St Andrews, and then you get this ropey penalty. Well, ropey's generous, but um, say, never a ridiculous penalty. penalty. 
and and it just turns the whole game on uh, on its head. And even when even when we play badly um, uh, at, at St. Anne, first of all, we see, we we seem to come up against you and t- suddenly turn in a dreadful performance. But also. I mean, you, the, you have had a bit of the rub of the green as well. I remember you winning it late on one nil with a with a Lyle Taylor penalty, which was never a penalty either. Um, and and it's it's just it's just one of those uh, we we haven't really we haven't really uh, we haven't really had the rub of the green since we went to St Andrews and we we had a couple of three two wins against you, didn't we? Where I didn't think we deserved either of them. We had the the three two win where Charlie Austin scored twice. And then uh, there was the um, reverse fixture at the Hawthorns where Jake Livermore smashed one in from the edge of the box. And I, I thought you were the better team in both of, both of those games. I thought we were the better team at St. Andrews earlier mm-hmm. in the season, but we lost. And it, it's it's a funny one. It, it, there's something about Albion Blues where I hate the phrase, the form book goes out the window, but it's it, it just seems to recently. It it seems like when when we play well, we lose. And when you play well, you lose, uh, unless we've got David Button in goal, in which case you can't possibly lose. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm less confident about Birmingham at home than I would be about being at home to one of the top four. And I don't, and there's no logic to explain that. Part of it is the Mowbray factor, and because I hold Tony Mowbray in unbelievably high esteem, I think he's a brilliant manager, and I think I think you've made an amazing appointment there. Uh, you know, you you obviously got it shockingly wrong getting rid of, rid of Eustace for Rooney, but I think yeah. you've you've made a bit of an a bit of amends with um, with bringing Mogger in because I think he's unbelievable, and I I honestly think he he will. I think he will get you, maybe not this season because you've got so much ground to make up, but I think next season he will get you there or thereabouts for the playoffs. Um, I really, really do. And so I, I don't know. I'm, there's just something about this weekend that I'm not confident about because <laughs> because, because I've, I've watched four, four consecutive defeats against Birmingham and I just don't feel good about games against you at the moment. So uh, looking at the game though, who, who, who should Birmingham watch out for? You know, in terms of of players, you can see the form book, you know, strike-wise, your strike force just like scoring at home, um, can't score away. But who who else do we need to look out for? What's, what's your, you know, if you were to name three players, who would they um, be and why? Well, it'd have to be Magnet and Steel, um, uh, Wallace and Swift. If, if, they're, if they're linking up, they're uh, you know they 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 they're brilliant and and yep. it, it, they they do they do come as a bit of a duo they they've they've got this lovely way of when when they're at it just linking up Wallace getting to the byline pulling pulling balls back for Swift to hit them mm-hmm. you know they and and they both look really good against Wolves um last weekend as well so uh, Swift and Wallace I feel like are, are the key to to what to what we do um It'll be interesting to see who he puts out on the left-hand side because that's a bit of a problem position for us at the moment. Um, uh, Grady Dingarn has gone off to AFCON. Matt Phillips is injured uh, and Adam Reach is now injured for a few weeks as well. Um, and and he started... Um, he 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 he's, he he sort of he he played an extra defensive midfielder against Wolves, so he it was kind of Swift and Wallace with it was sort of the wide men, but I don't think he'll do that against you. Um, I don't I think Chalaba will come out of the side, and I think he'll he'll put a more naturalised winger out there. 
if he puts Tom Fellows out there, it'll be interesting. Tom's an unbelievable player and definitely one to watch out for. But it'll be interesting to see how he plays on the wrong side. Um, the, I mean, if he put uh, he might put Vyman out there, which would be an interesting one. I think other than Swift and Wallace, the other one that I'd possibly pick out, just because I've been banging the drum about him all week, is we've signed 19-year-old Callum Marshall on loan from, um, from uh, West Ham. Uh, 16 goals in 10 Premier League, two games, um, three goals in four EFL trophy games and already got three caps for Northern Ireland. Like he looks a talent. He's apparently an, a born goal scorer. And I think he's, re he's, I don't think he'll start, but if he comes off the bench, he's, he's one to just, you know, keep your eye on. And, you know, I can say from a Birmingham perspective, we, we, like I said, we don't know at the moment who's going to be playing where, if Stansfield's playing, well, obviously, you're going to say he's got an eye for goal at the moment. You know, you put it in front of him and he's, he, he can put him away. Um, but we're going to have just such a changed squad and a changed team that it's uh, the Mowbray uh, side of things. We've just seen it'll be his squad. It'll be uh, how we build and how we come forwards. And again, it's like chalk and cheese. We can have a Birmingham team that is absolutely solid in defence or we could have a team that just decides they're going to leak like a sieve. So... I mean, it's, it's going to be a good game, as always. They always are at the Hawthorns, and I do enjoy them. Uh, I do have family members that I do like to, uh, should we say, chuck, chuck a few things at as we get to the games, and uh, especially when we're winning them. But hopefully it's all good-hearted banter. Um, and, yeah, we'll uh, we'll take it forwards to, to Saturday. So give us your prediction. It's always the hardest thing. Yeah, well, it is. And it, and look, it's. It, I always caveat every prediction I make about the Albion with the same thing. If we score the first goal, we'll win. If we don't, we won't. And it's that simple. So the first goal is absolutely massive. I think I'm I'm going to say two one Albion. But if we but but if we if we don't get the first goal. I think it. I think you may may even go and just win it two nil. So, uh, but um, my real prediction is whoever scores first wins. It it it's that simple for me. But um, I'll, I'll go confident because we're so good at home and say two one Albion. But as I say, if you if you if you come out the traps and get the first goal, I honestly don't think we'll come back. And I've got to say, I mean, we we always do it on a Monday on the show, uh, and I said until we talk on Monday that I thought it'd be a one all. Uh, I think it's 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 a close affair. Neither team is going to want to lose the game. Uh, you want to keep your momentum and your your unbeaten run at home. And at the end of the we day, we just don't lose. We don't draw ship. many at the moment, though. We no. really don't draw many at the moment. <laughs> we need to continue to steady the ship because we're we're not out of the the trouble at the bottom half. I mean, I hope that as a team we are better than than three others. Simple as. Um, but it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as as always. We can, I, can I just say, as a, as a neutral, you'll be absolutely fine. You're, you, yeah. you, I, I know, I know the phrase "too good to go down" and gets thrown around too much, but you have got too many good players. You, you've got too good. Look, you're only, you're only down there because because you had an absolute uh, clown of a manager in charge for for a fair chunk of the season. You were six when Eustace got the sack. You've, you've, you've had perfectly good form since Mowbray came in. There, there is no way. Not in a million years that squad of players gets uh, gets relegated. 
Um, not you would you probably would have gone down if you kept Rooney in charge, but not 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 with Mowbray in charge. Not in a million years. Mowbray Mowbray is far too good a manager to not get a tune out of that squad of players. No way. Oh, I like to hear that, and I'm like I say, I'm desperately hoping that that we at some point can see Birmingham Albion. I know you're not going to like it, but the Wolves um, up in the Premier League, along with our counterparts over in B6, because I never say their name. Um, <laughs> we we all need to be up there. We need the Midlands to be back up where it should be, which is the top tier of football. And everybody enjoying what we're seeing in front of us rather than the, the doldrums that we've had over the past few seasons. Um, so, you know, thank you, first of all, for, for joining us. Um, no uh, allowing us into the insight a little bit of the... Uh, the Albion and the way things are. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to a really good game. Good-hearted banter between both sets of fans. Uh, none of the silliness that we saw, uh, unfortunately, the, the, the weekend at the FA Cup game. And yeah. I know there never is, but for every fan that's out there, let's keep it clean. Let's have a bit of fun. Let's keep the banter there, but let's, let's keep it on the safe side. And uh, thank you again. And, and, yeah, keep right on. And thanks a lot for your help. Yeah, hear hear to that as well. Yeah, but just everybody, look, we we all love football, but just remember it it is it is just a game of football, and I think I think we we got a very stark reminder that that, that there's more important things. Seeing Carl Bartley have to drag his own kids out of the out of the crowd for their own safety is possibly the most disgusting thing I've ever seen at a football match that a player had to go and do that. And I never, ever, ever want to see anything like that again. So yeah, we're all passionate. We all kiss the badge and everything like that. But at the end of the day, families, kids, people's safety, these are way more important things than football. And let's, you know, let's just remember that. Definitely. Uh, Thank you very much again. And we shall be in touch soon. Cheers. Cheers.